welcome to the Matt Hedstrom Show, where we help you stop making excuses and start taking action investing in real estate. Here we talk about life, entrepreneurship, and the incredible transformational stories of business and entrepreneurship pros. And now, here's your host, Matt Hedstrom. All right, we're going to call this little episode, This Market is Nuts. All right, I'll bet you we could have, if we open this up to a live podcast right now, brought in callers, holy buckets, the stories I'm hearing are totally insane. Oh, and yeah. Just on my way over, Scott, you got to see one. I just got this from the uh, from the realtor. I don't know if you can see that. Yeah, yeah. Looks like a porta potty. Yeah, that's a. It's a one bathroom. It just sold. <laughs> and it sold. But it's four hundred fifty thousand dollars in Denver. All right. Yeah, I love it. I so, love it. Yep. <laughs> Multiple <laughs> offers. Yep. So that is what's going on. I am. We're hearing the same stories every day that are getting crazier and crazier. Um, Fannie and Freddie appraisals being waived, 70% of them. Uh, you're talking all these offers that are coming in that are, that are in the additional, uh, you know, the addendum saying, hey, additional provisions, contingencies saying we're going to bring 30 to 40,000 cash over appraised value if necessary. Um, you're in Ohio. You're seeing the same things, oh, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. And we're having offers that are, uh, I mean, we had a lady that, that, uh, made an offer of, of two hundred and ten thousand, and she that, that was what it was listed at. She yep. went twenty two thousand with no contingencies, yeah, over over that, and lost. Yep, and lost. So yep, just said straight up, it's cash. We'll close, and no contingencies. Still lose. Yep. So um, yeah, it is a. Uh, the craziness just keeps happening in waves, and I finally just I heard today. Uh, FHA appraisals, if you're using national companies, they automatically just tell you, yeah, 30 days from now, maybe we'll be there just to look. Okay. I have a spec house that's supposed to close next week. And uh, we ran this through new construction REP numbers. And uh, it was our first spec running through REP. And we're, we're going to do well on it. It's closing next week. Uh, everything was great. Uh, in, except for the uh, additional gravel costs from the uh, excavating, yeah. that that hurt. But um, we can talk about that later. But this one, it it uh, the appraiser came out a week and a half ago, and sent oh, a message yesterday. <laughs> What's that? That's out of date. Right. Exactly. <laughs> it's gone up twenty thousand in value. <laughs> That's a great call. So. <laughs> Yeah, so then they, they, they emailed yesterday saying, you'll have it by the 9th, okay? Well, now I have to push a closing back, you know, because it's, it, it doesn't even make sense. You've had the information now for two and a half weeks. So how, how is that, why is it taking so long? And so anyway, um, we're, we're seeing some crazy stuff. I just had this one come through, man. You've got to see, uh, we, we're just, we're, we're listing this one today. Um, so yeah, 212,000, we're going we're gonna to go, for, uh, yeah. How many something. bedrooms? I expect that's right. <laughs> uh, it in. It's uh, but but see that's that's the part. That's why I'm saying this market's nuts, man. Like like this, this uh, it's everything's insane. It's almost unbelievable. So we we had a two bedroom, nine hundred square foot house that is that we we uh, we negotiated a short sale on. Um, I brought REP to the table and showed another investor and said, hey. 
here's the cost. I can help you even with the contractors and ended up wholesaling it to him because I, I couldn't believe what he was willing to pay uh, after we got the short sale. Well, now I go kick myself because after seeing what he got for it, this is a $140,000 house, 900 square feet, two bedroom, done really nice, right? Little tiny thing. 140 all day long. Lists it for 174.9, I think. 190. Okay. Wow. 190. Now here's the problem. This is this is this happens to do with the appraisal. I want to focus on this a little bit because yeah. this is where it has to come around and correct. Okay. Yeah. Um, they they took the 174.9 since they had 26 offers or something like that in the first couple hours um, coming through, and that's like not even people aren't even showing it. They're not even walking the house. Okay. Right. It's just no inventory. So oh, um, after that, and they're getting these offers around that 190 mark, they decide to go and raise the list price to 189.9 on the MLS. Okay. The inspector or the appraiser actually wrote in the notes on the appraisal report, nice try. Saw and he he <laughs> he didn't <laughs> appraise it for more than the 174.9. He said your numbers were right the first time. Yeah. So that's anyway right i know but there has to there has to be a point now and i and i heard the other day that the appraisers are finally getting to the place where look this is this is crazy you know the values are the values we're not we're, we're they're, yeah. they're not going to be the ones that yeah you know, just because somebody's willing to pay too much right over what it's really worth doesn't mean yep. that, that really i mean yes that's the definition of an appraisal but there's a point I mean, I was talking with somebody today that they were talking, you know, what happens six months, a year, two years from now, yep. somebody who pays 190 for this house or 210 because they, 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 they actually wanted it so bad. Yep. Now they've got it, the, the, the loan is sitting at 210 or 190 because they mm -hmm. were able to get in pretty cheap. And they try to they they go to try to resell it. Mm -hmm. well, the market's corrected back to where it should be, and it and that that house is worth one fifty. Yep, yep. They're they're not going to be able to sell. Is the problem? It's going to be short sales, right? You know, or they're bringing cash to the table, or they just won't be able to sell. And right. and that's that's going to be the drama that we do. You're not going to see banks. I mean, when when the market corrected in two thousand eight. You know, we had, you know, by 2010, you had so many people losing everything as far as investors because their values adjusted so far that the bank came and said, hey, we're calling you note. You know, yeah. we reassessed your property values and you're, you have not, you're above that threshold of 80%, 75%, wherever the bank was at. Bring yeah. a, bring a check to the table, you know, or we're, you know, we're calling this in 30 days. That's what I keep hearing over and over. Wow. 30 days was the, the number the banks came and said, yep, your loan's due 30 days. So yeah. now the bank's not going to do that to a homeowner that's paying their mortgage. Right. And that, that, that value adjusts, you know, it's just the problem when all of a sudden they can't pay that mortgage anymore. Yeah. So yeah. Um, now how does that affect, you know, with, with REP and with us, uh, with us going out as investors and, and we're trying to, um, you know, we're number one, we have a problem with, we, we talked about in the last episode about supply and demand and pricing uh, primarily even now um, supplies, like what, what can you get? What can't you get? I just heard from an inspector today. Uh, I was on site with him. He showed up right on time. It was great. 
And I told them, hey, man, I heard resin is now uh, in short supply, so they're not even making fiberglass surrounds. And he said, oh, that's not the, 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 that's the least of our worries for that. You know, you have options with tile. He goes, the electricians are telling me today that they can't get breakers right now anymore. So that puts a big wrinkle in, hey, look, now it's coming down to the flipper world, not just new construction. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. I mean, a two by four, we don't use, in the flipping world, we don't use too many two by fours. There are a few. And if, you know, you get a little bit more pricey there, but you're not adding that much. But most of the houses in, in the area that I work in, they have the old screw-in fuses. Right. So yep. you have to replace them. I mean, I mean, yep. technically you don't, but no, no, no homeowner is going to want to buy it. And the bank's not going to insure that with fuses. Right. So that's, that's the problem is that, you know, now you have to have a full panel replacement and what if they can't get half the materials? So, right. yeah. Um, so, and also in this market right now, you're seeing so many, like I'm watching even my own coaching students and you've got your own students and we're watching all of these investors going, Hey, these deals don't make sense that these wholesalers are out there pushing right now. Right. And it's like, I've bought from this wholesaler. Why? Well, that's because they can get what they want right now. Cause you have some idiot around the corner that's going to come in and, and he's going to pay that much or more for right. this house. The greater so, fool. Yeah. Right. But see, we're educated. We're using numbers that we know work, okay? And that'll work long-term. Exactly. Great point. We've got an ARV that works in REP. We've got repair costs that are solid and proven and that work. And when you get down to that cash offer and those seller finance terms, they're, they're falling far short of what some of these investors are paying. Now, everybody always likes to say, oh, these guys won't be here in a year from now. These guys will get washed out. They'll be one and done. They'll figure out that they, you know, they bought it at the wrong price and we'll just get them out of our way. Well, here's the problem right now. I'm watching all their butts get saved because they come, they go to sell on the back end three, four, five months later, and everything's gone up 20, $30,000. Okay. So they bought it wrong, but when it comes time to sell, they're, man, they're killing it now. So they're all, they're all getting saved in the end. But that's not sustainable, and we know that. No, it's not sustainable. So the they're, problem they're, is, is that since we don't know when the next cycle begins or ends, this current cycle ends, right? You know, how far out is that? You know, it could be six months, it could be three years. Well, I think we're going to have to do a prediction at the end of the show, and uh, and just pull our, our 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 magic ball out here and uh, and and make some make some predictions. Let's at least throw something out there. Yeah. Uh, uneducated as far as. Uh, only based on our experience and what we're seeing and truly just a guess because I don't know, but nobody knows right now. And, yeah. and that's, that's, that's the drama that uh, that's happening out there. Yeah, now, that crystal ball is pretty murky. Right. <laughs> it, it is. So um, you have moratoriums for, for landlords that's ending uh, June 30th. Um, if it does, I'm assuming that this time it will, you, you know, but you've already got a ton of landlords hitting the market with, yeah. uh, you know, they can't sustain this anymore. They've, they've gone too long without collecting rent. They need to fire sale their properties. So we have, we have investment opportunities there. Okay. Sure. We have short sale opportunities coming up with these forbearance agreements that can be up to 18 months. Okay. You cannot do that to a fan, to a homeowner that is, not paying for 18 months and then expect to all of a sudden just start running that, you know, writing that check again. I mean, a basic forbearance, if you, if you put it at the other end, 
mm -hmm. didn't make a monthly payment, one monthly payment typically corresponds with a whole year at the other end. Right. So that 30 year mortgage just went to 50 years. Right. But nobody's explaining that. No. To, okay. And, and who knows what kind of programs uh, will be made available uh, yeah. you know, at that point, because sure. we can't afford a, the government can't afford a housing crisis. You know, that, that, that can't happen. Uh, you know, yeah. we're hearing inflation be talked about now every other day, you know, yeah. the, that's coming and interest rates will slowly rise. So um, what uh I guess in this, in the next, in the next six months, you know, I'm being cautious with taking smaller scopes of work. I'm being cautious with not having, not holding more than four at a time yep. to know that I can, I'm, I'm turning these faster. Right. Um, so I'm wholesaling, oh, right. Yeah. I, I'm literally, and just to, to your, to what you said, uh, I just did an REP on, on, um, on a property we just we just bought uh, that that's coming out in, in next week, and I honestly may have um, another an add to that that we can edit in to say, look, we bought this from a wholesaler. It was a great deal, still a great deal, but it's an even better deal now where we may just throw it on the MLS and add another twenty grand to it and sell it to another investor. <laughs> I won't even hit the wholesaling circles. I'll just stick it on the MLS where you know you have investors looking anyway. Sure, sure. So. That's why we hold a license in our office. I don't hold a license, but you know we have one in our office for those reasons. Mm -hmm. So just to be able to control things like that. So yeah. exit strategy strategies change, um, scope of work changes depending on what materials are available, and and you know we're still getting great pricing on flooring. You know we're still getting you know paint is normal. I mean things are moving as normal. Nothing has really changed. It's just that kind of that underlying fear of you right. know what does this, what does the landscape look like in six months? So right. I don't want to be out half a million dollars in, you know, in all of the, with all of these houses and oh, repair yeah. costs. Yeah. And, and something goes upside down. So I'm, I'm being real cautious with, you know, sort of one at a time, but, you know, making sure my timelines are less than three months. Yep. You know? Yep. So yep. how are things going to change for you in the, in the next six months? Well, pretty much the same kind of thing. We're, we're keeping our, a number of properties that we're rehabbing real small mm -hmm. and you know if we come across what we think is actually a pretty good deal we mark it up and, and put it back out there right <laughs> you know, hey if someone's uh, the greater fool theory you know somebody's willing right. to pay too much i'm willing to let them right and that that is i mean it sounds yeah it is what it is you know i mean it's uh the thing is too you know we we spend a lot of money on marketing so these these are marketing dollars at work and it, and it goes yeah. and feeds that it feeds that marketing fund when you know you go make a quick extra you know 10 20 grand on uh, right. on a, you it know get money back yep wholesale and a wholesale yeah, so, yeah. but you, uh, you really need to be working on the off market stuff yep there's there is no on market yep correct and and I'm finding still plenty of deals out there. It's just, yeah. I'm, I'm losing a, a few of them to these, you know, these these guys that are coming along, willing to pay twenty, thirty thousand more. When I know those numbers don't work, you know those numbers don't work, but in the end, you know, they're getting it right now. Question, you know, you can get in and out. There, there's a uh, one of the um, articles that I read talked about. There's a period of time 
during phase three. So all the, the cycles of the supply and demand and all that, we're in the middle of phase three. There's the, there's a, uh, the second half of phase three is what's called the winner's curse. Okay. And so you're, you're, you're winning, you're winning, you're winning, and then the curse kicks in. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden now you're losing your shirt because, you know, it's the, when is it going to fall? So you keep going because you know there's still more there. And at some point you ran out of track. Right. Okay. Great. Great analogy. That's, that's really, I, I think that's what everyone is hedging their bets on right now is, and that's the same way we've been talking. Hey, I'm going to be cautious. I'm going to do, you know, one at a time. Oh, I, I made it through this one. Oh, let's do another. Oh, made it through this one. So um, I've shifted a little bit too. I've, I've taken now, we're going to build, um, we've got an eight unit that's going up. Um, that's going to be all re residential above and commercial below. That's what it's zoned for. So it's perfect for us because we're going to run all of our new offices in there, rent out office space um, mm -hmm. to other investors, title company. Uh, and then the up, up, you know, upstairs will essentially on the pro forma pay for that space below. But Sure. We're building it, a kind of a cool looking building, but all ICF, insulated concrete forms, okay, which I'm going to add pricing for that now in REP, okay, okay. and the, the, the part that has never, that boggles me, and this is, of course, due to the, what we just talked about in our last episode, material pricing, it costs the same now to do an insulated concrete form as it does building a stick frame. Okay, and we build all floors. We're two stories with all. Okay, it used to be four to six times the cost of framing, but the insulating values, you know, I could show over a ten-year period, you right. know, how that works out. But it, it's the same price right now, so we can self-perform with our company to build ICF, and we're just going to do a shed roof on this thing. It's going to look really cool and modern. But those are the kind of things that you just have to start thinking about. How do I control these things? How do I survive? You know, in this, how do how do we come out? Advantage of the opportunities as they present themselves. Yep, yep. So, well, great. Well, we can uh, we cap this. We're at we're at uh, half an hour, so we want to keep these uh, palatable, right? Right. And, uh, we've right. we've rambled on, but um, I guess we'll conclude. This market is nuts right now, <laughs> and the stories that keep coming in are are almost unbelievable uh, every day. We could fill an entire show with all of the crazy nonsense that we're seeing out there. Yeah. Um, the hardest part is, is that all of those represent homeowners that are getting into houses that in two years, they're going to be upside down is, right. is, is how I feel, you know, that we're, we're uh, where we're headed. I feel sorry for them, but that doesn't mean I won't take advantage of the opportunity. <laughs> right. We're, we're, we're not controlling that part, you know. I, nobody's nobody's taking advantage of anybody. Yeah. Not in that sense, you're taking advantage of the opportunity because it's presenting itself. But yep. holy cow! You, you, at some point, emotionally, you just go, "Ah, are we? Is this? Why are we doing? What's happening? This doesn't feel good." Yeah. So, all right. Well, great, Scott. We will uh, wrap this up. You have a great weekend. We'll uh, we'll get this out, and uh, yep. we'll see you next week. All righty. Take care. See ya. Would you like to start taking action in real estate? Make sure to check out Matt's Investor Startup Kit by heading over to RehabEstimatorPro.com.